Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, senor. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Information Complex... This is the Armstrong and Getty Show, live this Thursday, the 10th of August, the year of our Lord, 2023. This morning, under the tutelage of Honorary General Manager, you know, I forgot to come up with somebody. Let's go with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the useless, dishonest, duplicitous, Gutless, soulless, ballless, dog-licking piece of human waste. But that was too much. He's the uh, uh, director of Homeland Security, don't you know? The border is secure. That's the fellow right there. More shocking news from the border. Some interesting debates within the Armstrong and Getty family about immigration, both legal and illegal. Among the other big stories of the day, uh, Jack feels terrible again. He has the uh, Chinese bat fever, the uh, Fauci flu, um, and is kind of uh, going up and down. Yesterday, he rallied enough to join us for a chunk of the show. We certainly hope he can do that today, but we'll forge ahead uh, bravely uh, one way or the other. Oh, boy, I'm scanning uh, for a cheery fair to start the show with. It's a little a few and far between-ish. There is some interesting stuff going on in the world. It's not depressing, but I'll tell you what, it, it, am I wrong? The idea of wildfires on Hawaii seems just weirdly counterintuitive. There's like a uh, cognitive uh, mismatch there, cognitive dissidence. 
you picture, you know, tropical islands with water and rain and the ocean and the rest of it and and it, it burning like, uh, you know, a, a parched mountain town in California just seems odd. But there have been horrendous wildfires on Maui driven by 70 to 80 mile per hour winds from a hurricane that was a couple hundred miles away, I think. Uh, it's just very, very windy. And um, and the town of Lahaina on Maui is, is destroyed. It's gone. The downtown is just gone. Many, many, many dozens of buildings and uh, and, and homes are gone. Uh, dozens dead. Uh, it's just tragic. And it's a very historic town, too, for, for Hawaii. Anyway, um, it, it's just, just absolutely terrible. And uh, I was describing this to my darling bride, who doesn't really follow the news much, um, and I'm jealous of that. Uh, but I said, hey, have you heard about the wildfires in Hawaii? And <clears throat> and she just heard a bit about it. And, and her first question was, uh, what caused it? What started it? Um, and I had just gotten done reading the New York Times lead story about the fires in Hawaii. The only cause they gave was climate change. Okay. All right. You know, I'm alive right now during climate change, and I'm not on fire. So what happened differently in Hawaii than, say, on me? That's what we want to know, New York Times. You can't just say climate change. Climate change and a volcanic eruption? Climate change and arson? It's that and part that people really, really want to know. Because, again, if it was just climate change everywhere on Earth would be on fire right now. You know, I get people who say it's like a religion. There's so much of politics now that, that's weirdly quasi-religious. That not only are you you're not allowed to question it yourself or your own side will turn on you, but if anybody says, I don't really understand, what do you mean? You turn on them like you know, you're some sort of fundamentalist cultist lunatic and they're questioning your, your sacred beliefs. I don't know. Weird times, huh? Well, we don't have to be like that. You shouldn't be like that. I won't be like that. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations, leaping into action at Mark. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I never talk business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Because it's not true. Hey, I never talk to business. That's a lousy question. So why not just say, oh, I'd occasionally hop on the phone and just say hello to folks as a favor to my son, but had nothing to do with his business. I don't know what his business is. I didn't participate in his business. No, he lashes out angrily and changes the goalposts every time the topic comes up. So, um, it's it, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt what was going on there, honestly. Because it's it's replicated over and over again in Washington, D.C. It's how the city runs. You and your family get very wealthy because of your connections. People make contributions or give lavishly to your nonprofit, which is like your son's or daughter's or wife's sole means of, of support. Oh, that reminds me. Hey, Hanson, um, if you're listening, we um, 
We got to get that report from special report last night about uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, whose campaign fund funneled a couple hundred grand to his wife's nonprofit. Oh, his wife's nonprofit. Yeah, what his wife's nonprofit doesn't do anything that anybody can see. Well, I'm sorry. That's not fair. They do one thing. They pay lavish salaries to Bernie Sanders' wife and her cronies, probably. That's the status quo, Joe. I'm trying to remember. She might be the sole employee of an organization that does nothing, but she makes a six-figure salary. So, and, And he's a... I almost used a naughty word. He's a blanking socialist. Yeah, good. Of course, that's what happens in socialism. Who's the richest person in Venezuela? Hugo Chavez's daughter. <laughs> well, anyway. I'm sorry. To... I just didn't know. Grab that Vin Scully if you get a chance, Michael. It may be the clip of the decade. Anyway, uh, we have uh, a mailbag coming up, freedom-loving quote of the day, that sort of thing. I, I uh, threatened to do an all-hate mail mailbag. I'll throw in a little bit. It just, I didn't have time to, like, uh, we, and it's, it's funny. <sighs> A number of folks thought, oh, I'll contribute, and they made, like, uh, polite and, and, and helpful criticisms, or I wish you wouldn't do this, or maybe you ought to do that. No, 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 no. Hate mail is when unhinged simpleton jackasses pour out the unhappiness of their lives on you. Uh, we'll have a couple of examples, but, uh, yeah, don't, and it, and it takes so much time to, to paw through everything and find it, so... Again, I, if I disappointed you, I apologize. Uh, get in line. I've disappointed many people, starting with my parents. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Socialism failing to work as it always does, this time in Venezuela. You talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Hello. Anyway, Owen to. That is perfect. That is perfect. That's that is a twenty-six second college class in socialism, right there, by the late great Vin Scully. Freedom loving quote of the day. That could be it, honestly. Uh, and mailbag coming up. Stay with us if you can. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let this roll, Michael. musician or a music freak you understand that the band featuring robbie robertson who wrote this song he just passed away at age 80 uh you understand or if you're not a music freak or musician you might not understand the enormous effect they had on american music uh until this very day uh, just a, a magical assembly of musicians and songwriters and uh Back Bob Dylan, blah blah blah. Uh, but anyway, that's that's the band. Uh, that that song, uh, the day it came out, it was like it was a song that had been known and loved for seventy five years. It just had that timeless quality to it. Anyway, uh, I could geek out on music and the band all day long. Uh, dig into their albums. It's there's some unspeakably beautiful music and, and great rockers and that sort of thing too, and a sense of humor, <clears throat> which is great to have, uh, and and too rare in music. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. Sent along by uh, Paolo from the novelist, uh, writer, thinker, science fiction guy. He's really an interesting character, Robert Anton Wilson. He wrote this series of books. I think it was a trilogy of books that introduced uh, the idea of the Illuminati uh, back in the 60s, early 70s, something like that. Anyway, um, the books have never been on the bestseller list and have never gone out of print just burbling along, people discovering them and reading them for decades now. It's interesting. Anyway, here's his quote. It's very short. When dogma enters the brain, all intellectual activity ceases. That's a good one. Uh, do you know what dogma is? I actually grabbed the uh, definition so I would be sure to get it right. A principle or set of principles laid down by an authority is incontrovertibly true. Like... Political dogma. You are not even allowed to question it. You dare not even ask, 
That doesn't sound sensible to me. Why do you think that works? You immediately be called a racist or a transphobe or a whatever phobe. Told to shut up. That's how you can tell the difference between dogma and argument. If you're allowed to question something and people are happy to explain it to you, that's an argument. If they say, oh, so your whiteness doesn't permit you to... No, that's dogma. Don't fall for dogma. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I promised you hate mail. Hate mail. Here's some. Uh, from Ben. You call the people who call you on your bull s angry trolls? You guys have exposed yourself as liars. It's not hard to believe they troll you. Then he goes into a meaningless and trivial detail of how we prepare and present the show that nobody cares about. All right. Here's another good example. Louie writes all the time. Sends along uh, articles and stuff. Stay tuned, you silly fools. You're going to learn a whole lot in the very near future. Michigan will play a big part in the huge news that's coming. Naturally, you know everything and have all the answers. Those of us out here in Radioland are dopes, right? No. We also tried to warn you about the poisonous bioweapon. But again, you wouldn't listen. You know everything. Get ready, because the next month will shock you. Louie? Every month for the last 48 months or so has shocked me. So I expect to be shocked. Thank you for that gentle criticism that doesn't make a lot of sense moving along. This is not hate mail. This is a righteous correction. Uh, JT among several people to point out my egregious, shameless, and unforgivable error. I suggested that the Black Knight scene was from uh, Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Even as it was coming out of my mouth, I was thinking, wait a minute, that's not right. Now, of course, it was Monty Python and the Holy Grail, one of the greatest pieces of comedy, perhaps one of the greatest films ever made. Run away. Run away. Thank you for the correction. Uh, let's see. I was going to save that one till a little later. Uh Let's see, Robert writes uh, on the topic of the New York Times simply explaining the Hawaiian deadly wildfires were caused by climate change, even though every responsible climate scientist, forester, really any adult knows you can't explain any individual phenomenon as being caused by climate change. Everybody knows that. But the New York Times says, yes, the Hawaiian wildfires were caused by climate change. It, no other cause. Not, to, you know, a campfire out of control, lava, whatever, nothing. Just climate change. Anyway, Robert writes, holy crap, now I have an excuse for my male pattern baldness. Climate change. Thanks, New York Times. That's right, Robert. Your climate change, your uh, baldness, rather, my arthritis, uh, everything is caused by climate change. And everyone knows it. And everyone knows it. Uh, we're just going to call this person Pam. My daughter-in-law sent this to me. Is this a law now? This is in the state of Cal Unicornia. How many times have, have I said it's so important for revolutionary uh, radical movements to get the kids? You've got to separate the kids from the traditional views of their parents. 
ugly, horrible, conservative views like loving your country, believing in equal opportunity for everybody, uh, believing uh, that we should judge people by the content of the character, not the color of the skins. You've got to separate kids from the parents. Anyway, here's uh, the... um, the notice they got from a medical provider. We take patient privacy laws very seriously. The state of California limits what type of health information we can share with the parents or legal guardians of minor teenage children between the ages of 12 and 17. We're talking 12-year-olds here, folks. Accordingly, we will maintain an exclusive phone number and or email address for minors in this age range. You don't get to know about your 12-year-old's medical care unless they and the medical professional decide to let you in. Where do you suppose that came from? What do you suppose motivated that? Can you believe that? And again, you ask, the, like the New York Times, the Washington Post, why are people leaving California by the hundreds of thousands? Well, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. I love this. To anybody in soccer and basketball who engages in flopping and diving, this is a meme. In 1972, Flyers goalie, Philadelphia Flyers hockey goalie, Bruce Gamble had a heart attack during a game. He took a quick break to grab a smoke, then came back and finished the win. (laughs) As a former hockey player, yes, you get your head split open, and as soon as it's stitched back together again, you get back into the game, because why wouldn't you? So, yeah, soccer players falling down and writhing around as if they've been shotgunned is pretty damned amusing. Uh, Coming up, some ongoing discussions about why both parties are interested in keeping the border open uh, and my argument about more moderate abortion policies lead to fewer abortions. And so that's what uh, Republicans should embrace. Uh, Not to mention all sorts of news from around the globe. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. the music of the band robbie robertson the the band's leader passed away yesterday or the day before age 80 i could listen to levon helm sing the phone book he had a great uh, solo album late in his life too all right michael i won't be able to pay attention to this if we're playing that because i love it so much um grab the music from big pink the band's first album and their second album, The Band, which is every bit as good. Um, so a little bonus mailbag then onto the main uh, couple of topics. Uh, this note from uh, Matt. Um, I'm catching up on a doc. Then uh, your PS is really annoying, Matt. Really annoying. I mean, really picky and annoying. Anyway. Uh, he says it's the narcissism of small differences. And I usually use the version, it's the narcissism of small distinctions, which is also something people say, and distinctions means the same as differences. So what the hell, dude? <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. But his, his main topic, I thought, was just terrific. Uh, I'm catching up on the docudrama from 2021 called Dope Sick about the OxyContin pharmaceutical scandal and can't help but see some parallels to the surge in medical treatment for gender dysphoria. Basically, Purdue Pharma invented medical conditions to justify prescribing and using a dangerous opioid for general pain issues. They lied straight up about its addictive properties, and there were entire medical advocacy groups created and bribed by Purdue to support their their claims of pain as the fifth vital sign. I remember when that became a thing. And uh, Matt, thanks for the reminder that, yeah, Purdue Pharma formed those organizations, then funded them to campaign that pain needs to be the fifth vital sign. And I will not deny that under uh, underappreciation of chronic pain was a thing in medicine. Uh, but so much of the energy was supplied by Purdue Pharma. Eventually, pharmacies, doctors, hospitals were put in a position of litigation fear for denying patients access to OxyContin to treat pain. It became a moral issue. If you refuse to play along, you are inhumane to ignore their suffering. Yeah, I've heard, I've talked to doctors who said, yeah, there came a point where you could not say no, or you were risking your license, risking an investigation at the highest levels of your company, your hospital, whatever. 
Uh, I can't help but wonder, Matt writes, if the same is happening again. Medical science profits off of drugs and procedures that exploit vulnerable communities with promises of pain-free existence while branding detractors as bigots and turfs, etc. Brand new convenient mental disorders justify any means, and if you oppose these radical treatments, you're responsible for the suicides of troubled individuals. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for the note there, Matt, in spite of the annoying P.S. Um... Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. And and remember, remember, the countries like Europe that are using evidence-based medicine standards as opposed to political medical standards, whatever the hell that is, they're going straight backward in so-called gender-affirming care for kids. Moving along. So I brought up uh, the idea, the principle, the argument that if you are troubled by abortion, pro-life, anti-abortion, whatever you want to call it, um, we on the right are making a mistake by going too far, pushing and passing overly, or that's in the eye of the beholder, but just go with me for a second, overly restrictive bans, because that's not where people are. That's not where voters are, including moderate Republicans and independents. And so, what happens is, like in Ohio, a very reasonable effort to make it harder to change the state constitution through referendums, it got defeated because it was designed to prevent a change pro-abortion rights in the fall. Because lots of moderate Republicans and independents came out and, and said, no, nah, you're going to go too restrictive, or we want to make, uh, we want to counteract a measure that was already put in place that we see as too restrictive. And so the special election was lost, and there have been a bunch of these in a, a pretty healthy handful of states, including fairly conservative states, where the, the uh, most adamant, I'm trying not to use negative terms because I don't feel negatively toward them, but the most adamant pro-life voices past six-week restrictions or heartbeat bills and that sort of thing for for utterly defensible and, and, and admirable moral reasons. But since that's not where the voters are, we conservatives lose election after election. And the people who win the election, the Democrats, put in horrifically permissive abortion laws. I mean, just really way farther than most people are. Uh, in America. So my argument is you will end up with fewer abortions if you take a more moderate stance and you win elections. And then, and you know, the part I leave out of my argument, and I apologize for that, is that at that point then, you need to make the moral argument in favor of human life, children, adoption, form uh, conservative organizations that help uh, uh, desperate mothers, that sort of thing. Uh, the moral fight continues. You just have to be careful about overreaching on the legal fight. Anyway, I said, am I missing anything? Is there anything wrong with my argument? Uh, I want to know because I don't want to spout, you know, crap or bad opinions or, you know, encourage more abortions or anything like that. Uh, and really, all I, all I got was this from Dean, who's written a very nice note. When it comes to abortion, I'm someone who thinks it's abhorrent, murder, no matter what stage of pregnancy it's committed. Well, I understand your cynical opinion about losing elections. Uh, see, Dean, I think, I think it's wrong to call me cynical. I'm not cynical at, about this at all. I'm practical. I'm just doing math. Anyway, 
I think you save more babies by taking a moderate position. That's my point. Anyway, he writes, it's really a question about when we attain our natural rights. If I asked you, do you believe people have inalienable natural rights? I know you would answer in the affirmative. I absolutely would. So the question is, when do people attain those rights? Many people say at birth. I disagree. But can we have the conversation? Of course we can. If it was proposed that anyone under the age of two years could be killed for convenience, everyone would say that's illegal and abhorrent. Okay, so where's the line? Is it one year old? Is it at birth? Is it after the first trimester of pregnancy? I'm not talking about majority opinion. I'm talking about what's righteous. Even if the majority wants to implement something like slavery, it's still antithetical to the principles of liberty. So where's the line? This is the conversation that needs to be discussed and decided. Uh, Respectfully, Dean, uh, in beautiful Calaveras, California. Uh, Excellent note, Dean, and well-written. I think that's the question I'm answering Because the moral argument becomes a political argument because of the nature of our our self-governance here. Less and less self-governance, but anyway, don't get me started. Um, And America, Americans, have responded that they think the line of abhorrent and murder is somewhere toward the end of the first trimester. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's where most people are morally, ethically, religiously. And and I think a lot of people are approaching this in a very careful, thoughtful way. Um, anyway, uh, again, my point is more moderate policy leads to fewer abortions. Thank you for the note. Uh, a quick word uh let's see let me get that out of the way uh from our friends at upside.com that i want to get to the idea of i believe uh, both parties are leaving the borders open to prop up uh the welfare state social security and uh the entitlement program i should say uh social security is not a welfare thing it's an entitlement you're you paid into it you're entitled to get it you will get it nobody can take it away from you that's what entitlement means it's not a pejorative term anyway uh when inflation is high like it is now we're all pros at finding creative ways to save whether driving the extra mile for lower gas prices grocery shopping on sale days whatever saving money's never been so important and that's why we want to tell you about our favorite new way to save upside it's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas groceries or dines out with upside you're not getting slammed by inflated prices because you get cash back on everything to get started download the free upside app wherever you get apps use the promo code armstrong and get 25 cents back uh, 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas next claim an offer for whatever you're buying on upside check in at the business pay as usual credit or debit card and get paid upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week it's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the app store wow 4.8 that's good download the free upside app and use the promo code armstrong strong you get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first gallon tank of gas i should say your first full tank that's the promo code armstrong and get that upside app all right so i've been saying for a long time <clears throat> and and few people uh, echo this in the uh, mainstream media or even conservative media i believe that both parties have an interest in in keeping illegal in uh, immigration high because we need young workers, we need people having babies and paying into Social Security and paying their taxes so Medicare can continue as the country gets older and older. And the ratio of old folks, retired folks, to young workers gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It was like 
six to one in one direction and it's moving when social security got started and now it's moving closer to one to one or it's not quite there yet but um you need a lot of young workers to support a retiree uh <clears throat> some uh, thoughts uh disagreement etc uh first a little agreement um dana writes uh i've been meaning to email you for two years regarding this what i've never heard mentioned is not just the, the illegals paying into Social Security, because they get a tax ID number. Um, some illegals work under the table for cash, absolutely, but millions of them don't. They pay into Social Security. Anyway, uh, it's not just the illegals paying into Social Security, Dana writes. It's also that they likely won't request retirement benefits due to their fear of deportation. So you have money in without future payouts for those unfortunate souls. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, they're fairly fortunate souls, honestly. It's a better life than the one they had. But uh, And then uh, JT and Livermore, frequent correspondent uh, and, and independent thinker, uh, resets what I was talking about. I disagree using A&G's own historic arguments. If we want to increase our population subsidized with immigrants, we can massively increase legal immigration numbers. There's no need to support illegal immigration. The former would have the distinct advantage of controlling the border, and we'd know exactly who we were letting into the country. As it stands, we're letting anyone who manages to walk across, letting them in, and we're letting in anybody who stays, anybody stay that claims to be seeking asylum. Uh, yeah, okay, that's right as far as it goes, but um, a massive increase in legal immigration would be a very difficult lift politically in the numbers that I think the two parties, the, the, the permanent um, duopoly in Washington, D.C., knows they need to prop up the social safety net. Um, I just, I, I think it would be too, uh, too heavy a lift politically, J.T., um, you're right. You're absolutely right. And that would be good policy, but I just, I don't know. Oh, and the other part is both sides can demagogue the issue like crazy and get people to contribute money and show up at the polls. It's a classic example of you're better off having the problem than solving the problem. The Republicans have been in power, uh, both houses and the presidency occasionally, and they don't do anything about it. Uh, partly because of, you know, pressure on their own side and, and the complexity of it politically. But, yeah, immigration is one of those. It's a very demagogy issue. Um, it, it, a lot of people are fired up about it, and you can't get them to compromise, Part of partly because of the infamous uh, Reagan compromise, where he said, all right, we'll, we'll uh, let these people have a path to citizenship in exchange for we're finally going to control the border. Then the minute the Democrats had control, they stopped controlling the border. And conservative America felt like they got burned. And, well, because we did. <laughs> anyway, it's a good discussion. Uh, thank you for the emails. You can drop us a line, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, more on the border coming up. Let's see. What else? A bums and junkies update. Gender-bending madness. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The border is secure. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. Republicans should have one simple message. No border security, no funding. That is a waste of skin, Alejandro Mayorkas. He literally should donate his skin to burn clinics because he's wasting it. Uh, and Chip Roy of Texas, a Texan who pulled on his ass-kicking boots lately, 
um, and is demanding, as he said, that if the border isn't secure, we don't fund uh, the Department of Homeland Security. Which, if it sounds kind of radical and wacky to you, that's that's the power of the purse. That's what Congress does. Um, I don't mind it. Let's uh, check in with Aisha, Haas, uh, Aisha Hosni of Fox News, uh, Michael 60. According to his own definition, he's doing all right. I think that's impeachable. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs held a field hearing Tuesday night about how the migrant surge is affecting border communities. And folks like John Ladd, a fourth generation rancher, are fed up. Your school systems are ruined, your hospital systems are ruined, and your welfare's ruined. America is nowhere near what it was when I grew up. All right, let's uh, hear that other clip, Michael. We have to use the power of the purse. A funding showdown is brewing again on Capitol Hill, this time over the southern border crisis. Texas Congressman Chip Roy ginning up support to block funding for the Department of Homeland Security unless President Biden meets his demands. In this letter obtained by Fox News and circulating amongst House Republicans, Roy says he wants Biden to sign the House GOP border bill into law, give law enforcement tools to target cartels, reimburse Texas $10 billion for protecting the border, and... The border is secure. Fire DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Well, I love the sound of that. That Chip Roy, he's serious. You know, there are half a dozen great reasons to secure the border to do everything that they were talking about. Um, you know, obviously, the, the flood of humanity, the flouting of American law, while Americans are told we've got to follow the law, uh, the incredible expense of it. Look at New York City crying like a child because they've got a few thousand quote-unquote migrants. Those are immigrants. Anyway, um there's that. There's the uh, importation of fentanyl, which is killing hundreds of thousands of our citizen, citizens. And then there are the, the pictures and videos that have surfaced recently of <clears throat> armed cartel soldiers coming into the United States on a regular basis, heavily armed. I described them as a foreign military yesterday, and I, I stand by that description. I mean, it's if it ain't exactly right, it's close enough to being right. And part of the reason I bring that up is uh, there's breaking news out of Ecuador, which had previously been a pretty peaceful country, a successful country. Well, a presidential candidate in Ecuador who'd been outspoken about the link between organized crime and government officials was assassinated last night at a political rally in the capital just days before voting begins in an election that's been dominated by concerns over drug-related violence. The candidate, Fernando Villavicencio, a former journalist, was gunned down outside a high school after speaking to young supporters, uh, shot multiple times in the head, apparently. First assassination of a presidential candidate in Ecuador, and it came less than a month after the mayor of Manta, a port city, was fatally shot during a public appearance. According to the New York Times, Ecuador, once a relatively safe nation, has been consumed by violence related to narco-trafficking in the last five years. The current president wrote of his outrage and shock, etc., etc. The attackers had thrown a grenade into the street as a distraction as they tried to flee, but it failed to explode. If you wait until an infestation is an infestation, you've waited way too long. You ever owned a house where you saw a few ants running around your kitchen or whatever? 
There are two reactions. One reaction is is the I'm a new homeowner and I don't get this yet. And that's the it's a few ants. It's fine. You don't understand. <laughs> the doors are unlocked now and they're going to be in by the thousands. Or once you've been around the block a couple of times, you say, oh, boy, we have an ant problem. And you spray yourself. You put out the traps. You get an exterminator or whatever. We have armed cartel members doing business in the United States on a regular basis. And Alejandro Mayorkas says the border is secure. The border is secure. I hope we as a country act before it's too late. I truly do. A lot more to come. If you can't stay tuned, grab the podcast later. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.